0: Lucy Hickmott.
1: Hello, thanks for downloading today's podcast on Thursday the 17th of August. Coming up, we'll hear reaction from A-level students at a Kent school as thousands of teenagers have picked up their exam results. But first, businesses in Dover say they're losing trades due to constant congestion at the port. There have been long queues over the busy summer holiday period. Robin Burkhart runs the old curiosity shop in Snargate Street.
2: Dover Harbourball keeps closing us down. They close down uh, Dover on a a semi-regular basis. They apologise to all the uh, tourists and everybody else, but what about the small businesses that that we can't afford? During the summer months where we're going to make money to support ourselves through the winter, we don't make anything because Dover uh, Dover closes because the harbour catches the cold. We get the flu and it's just not acceptable. When they say operation taps in force, when they say it's, it's it's backing up the roads, local people don't go out. Local businesses suffer. Big businesses suffer, but they can afford it. Smaller businesses, we can't afford it. it it's just not good enough. And and to be quite honest with you, I'm sick to death of it. I, I appreciate they've closed folks and I appreciate they've closed Ramsgate, so we've lost two ports. When the Dover's gridlocked, so all the businesses suffer. And it's just not acceptable.
1: The council say they're working with the port of Dover for solutions.
3: Kent Online reports.
1: A man's been flown to a London hospital following a serious attack in Canterbury. The air ambulance was called to Beaconsfield Road yesterday evening and police have cordoned off an area at the junction with Shaftesbury Road. Two men and a woman have been arrested. An inquest is opened into the deaths of two young men who were in a car that crashed on the A20. The coroner read evidence that 19-year-old Alfie Green and 20-year-old Jake Green died at the scene of the accident in Farningham last month after Jake lost control and crossed the carriageway. The hearing's been adjourned for full police reports to be prepared. Now, it's a big day for thousands of teenagers across Kent as A-level, B-tech and T-level results have been released. Figures from UCAS show a drop in the number of pupils getting into university and college this year as things return to normal after COVID. The number of A-level students getting the top grades has also fallen to 27.2%. Sophia from KMTV has been at Maidstone Grammar School for Girls where pupils have been opening their results. (laughs) I'm happy, that's like more than what I wanted. what did you
4: get? That's good, I got BBB. Well Amazing. So I'm so happy, so I can probably go to uni with eyes That's so, so that's brilliant. good. I've got the same in business, ad English. Okay, that's really that's good. That's so good. Oh, oh my they're pr- fantastic, well done, well really done. good. So what are you looking to do next after this? <laughs> Um, hopefully International Business Management um, at University of East Anglia, so yeah that should be really good, it's got like a year abroad so I can go travelling, work abroad, mm-hmm. study abroad. See some of the world. Yeah, no that would be so good. I applied to Cambridge uh, for Human Social and Political Sciences, so I'll be starting in October. Oh, amazing. So tell me, what grades did you get today? Um, so I did uh, philosophy, biology and fashion, um, and I got an A-star in biology and fashion and then an A in philosophy. You must be so pleased. Yes, uh, I'm very pleased. Um, but yeah, I, I think a lot of people are happy with their results. Oh, amazing. Um, so are you are you excited? such a cool thing to be going to Cambridge. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm very excited. Yeah. Um, I've been trying to hold off thinking about it too much just in case but um yeah I'm very excited now. So I got ABB Amazing. and So did great. <laughs> yeah, I also got ABB. You must be really pleased with yourselves. Yes, very yeah. happy. Yeah, definitely. Yep. Do you have an idea of sort of what you want to go on to do next? Um so I'm going off travelling Southeast Asia in October for about 6 months with my other friend from school. And then I'm looking to come back in like springtime to find apprenticeships for starting next September. And what about you? Um, I've got a degree apprenticeship starting with Unilever in September in business management. So I'm really excited. Did you find that the uh, pandemic had any sort of impact on your studying at all? Um, Well, definitely, because, well, whilst we were doing GCSEs, we didn't have like proper exams. We only had like mini assessments um, to put towards the result. Um, so it was quite difficult to come into an A-level exam and having a whole exam to like cover all the topics which made it quite difficult because you had to be wary of that. But Yeah I guess the transition was quite hard and at the start it was the start so year 12 was yeah. still a bit Covid rules in place. Um, yeah so year 12 and 13 was split up at yeah. the start so we couldn't like talk to each other. Yeah. Um, but then I guess there was a couple of gaps in our lo- knowledge but I, we're really lucky with our school they did help to fill in those gaps it's gone really well I was a bit worried because I was a bit kind of on the fence with some of my subjects for the last two years but yeah it came out it came out well what grades did you get I got ACC well done you must be really pleased yeah I am really pleased because I was kind of I've, my subjects weren't really where I was succeeding at um, especially my C my two C's so yeah, I'm really happy with that one. And do you know what you want to do after college? Um, yes, yeah, so I'm going to do bakery science at uni um, and I'm kind of wanting to go into product development and patisserie and things like that.
1: Deborah Stanley is head teacher at the school.
4: We're hugely delighted with how well our
0: young people have done. they have got some fantastic results. It's really given the opportunity to go on to the places, the careers, the opportunities they want to for their futures, so hugely, hugely proud today. These young people had their GCSE um, education severely disrupted. They were the young people who received centre-assessed grades, CAGs, so they didn't sit their GCSEs in the conventional, normal way and for a lot of them they've had to do a lot of catch up at A level, not just of knowing the A level knowledge but catching up, skills, knowledge that they missed at GCSE, so they have done incredibly well and we're hugely proud of everything they've achieved. I think it's very similar to previous years in terms of how well the young people have performed and the opportunities they've got on to achieve. We've got a huge range of careers, so this year as increasingly we've seen a number of people going on to degree apprenticeships. So we've got people going to London to work for some of the big companies, for Lloyds Insurance, for some of the big banks. Lots of young people going to work for the digital industry, so we are very strong in getting young people to work in for computing, programming, software. As well as we've got a number of people going on to medicine, veterinary science, as well as Oxbridge the whole range, we've got young people going on to dance school, um, art college, so we have a whole range of opportunities for young people that they've gone on to do.
1: Councillor Rory Love is the Cabinet Member for Education at Kent County Council.
3: We all know that grades are now back to the normal grading standards from 2019 and that's uh, been the experience at this school as well and it's very much in line with expectations. I'm well aware and I've talked before about the impact of the response to covid on not only on education but on children generally and that that was uh, that was pretty devastating but we've moved on from there and what i'm what's really important to me today is to hear and share the excitement of the students getting their results.
1: Anyone who didn't get the results they were hoping for is being urged not to panic. Amy Solomon is head of admissions at the University of Kent. My advice really is to
5: just take a moment, really use this opportunity to think about what you want to study, where you want to study and then ring those universities. Have a conversation with them on the phone. and find out what options are available for you. Here at the University of Kent, our hotline is open from eight o'clock in the morning to eight o'clock in the evening, both today and tomorrow. It's an opportunity for those who've received their results to ring the university and discuss what their options are. The universities will discuss the options, look at the grades that have been achieved as well as the personal statement and match the applicant to different degrees that they have expressed an interest in. Some universities allow applicants to apply online at the University of Kent, we also have our online application form as well. So you can go to the university website and look for the button that says clearing and apply through clearing. It's a really good opportunity for all applicants who've achieved better than they expected those who didn't achieve as well as they expected to start looking around and taking the opportunity to really think about what they want to do there is a lot of support out there you have the call operators on the end of the line to speak them through their options so if they've done better than they've expected they can ring universities that have places available in the courses they're interested in to see if they match those courses for those students who have received grades lower than they were expecting they can ring the universities and actually have discussions the core handlers are trained to talk through the different options that are available and there are a number of different universities out there so keep your options open really think about where you want to study and also what you really want to do and match what you want to do to the course that you want to study definitely being flexible and looking at different options But also looking at how different career paths are open through different channels. So it may be that you had your heart set on one specific degree, but the career path you've chosen has other avenues that allow you to enter it at different stages. Um, The main example for that I always give to young people when I speak to them is law. So you could study a degree and then do a conversion programme later on, which quite a few UK students do. All the best with the exam results. Congratulations for what you have achieved. But also remember that this is just one step in that process. Your grades do not define you. You get to define yourself. Think about what your ambitions are
1: and work towards those. This time next week, it'll be the turn of GCSE pupils to get their results. Kent
4: Online News.
1: Four people have been charged with manslaughter following the deaths of six asylum seekers in the Channel. The suspects were arrested in France after a boat carrying around 60 refugees sank on its way to Kent on Saturday. The defendants have been remanded in custody until their criminal trial. A driver's been cut free from a car that ended up on its roof following a crash in Canterbury. Emergency crews were called to St Andrew's Close near Aldi yesterday evening. The person was taken to hospital for further treatment. A court heard how a WH Smith manager from Ramsgate stole £5,000 from a safe to fund her shopping addiction. Molly Wills took a small amount at a time from the store in Margate over four months last year. The 23-year-old from Dumpton Park Drive had already started repaying the money before she was charged and has also been ordered to do 80 hours of unpaid work. A protest has been held over plans which could result in cuts to youth centres across Kent. The county council are looking to introduce a new family hub scheme, but campaigners say it will leave thousands of teenagers with nowhere to go. Young people gathered outside County Hall in Maidstone for a demonstration this morning. Rise Rise and change. Youth centres matter! Let's rearrange! Youth work
5: works! Youth work works! Youth work works! Youth work works! Youth work, works. Youth work, works. Youth work, works. Short-term gain! Long-term gain! Campaign. Why don't you care? Why don't you
6: care? Save my youth club! Save my youth club!
1: Seventeen-year-old George Daffert was at the protest. He's part of Gifted Young Generation, or GIG, in Gravesend, and has been telling our reporter Joe Crossley why funding is so important.
6: Where's youth work going to be for me? You know, I mean, I get I'm only really 18, but the whole point is where future generations going to go. I mean, you know, the PCS, the police service, they're already, you know, they've already got enough stress on them, you know, and it's just it's gone from one service stress to another service stress. So no youth work. More deviance, more crime possibly, you know, who, who, you know, who knows until it such goes ahead. But I just feel like, you know, where's it all going to go? You know, where are young people going to go today? And how do services benefit you? So They've benefited me ever since I was 12 years old. And I feel like I've got more confident in, confidence in myself. Um, I'm out there more. And, you know, people have fingers in every single pie. St. John Ambulance, Grocery youth Council, everywhere. But, you know, people ask me, you know, what, why do you always come like to gig? And it's like a family, you know, like these are all my friends, you know, and it's just... To think that there won't be a grand and how beneficial it's been to me, you know, I just feel like. Where are the young people go, they am going to go.
1: Kent County Council are urging people to have their say by voting in a public consultation.
3: Kent Online reports.
1: Tributes have been paid to a popular barman who was found dead on Hearn Bay Beach. Toby Barrowcliffe was discovered last Friday morning. Police say there are no suspicious circumstances. The 26 year old worked on the seafront, and his family say his kind, caring, and fun personality will never be forgotten. Operation Brock is going to be removed from the M20 this weekend. The contraflow system's been in place between Maidstone and Ashford to try and limit disruption. If there are long delays crossing the Channel, the motorway will be closed coastbound on Saturday night, so work can be carried out. But the 50mph speed limit will remain in place for another month. Elsewhere on Kent's roads, there's been a major milestone in work to transform the Stockbury roundabout junction between the M2 and A249. Concrete bridge beams for the new flyover have been lifted into place by huge cranes as progress continues on the £92 million project. Daniel Rowlinson is the National Highway's project manager.
3: Today uh, is a huge milestone um, for the project, so we are lifting in the uh, bridge beams for the Southern Bridge. Um, so on the south side of the roundabout, um, so 18 beams in total, uh, and they will form what will be um, the Southern Bridge uh, over the roundabout. It's been a long time coming, a lot of the work that we've done to this point, so almost two years now, um, has, has been leading to, to this point. So we've, we've had to do a lot of preparation work, uh, move a lot of uh, soil around. Uh, prepare the ground you, you, a lot of people have seen on the south side of the roundabout we've constructed the retaining walls um, of the main structure as well Um so this is the the next in, in line uh, the next um, in line with the program Um so yeah so it, like i said it, it's kind of a really big step for us uh, and a long time coming so, you know we, uh, our, our works take take all sorts of shapes and sizes all sorts of forms and um, so you know at the very start of the project it's, it's hard to as you're driving past and you only really get a snapshot, it's hard to really understand and sometimes see what's actually happening. Completely appreciate that a lot of the work is done away from the carriageway and away from the public eye, Um, but it's all part of the process. So you have to prepare the area. So you have to do a lot of vegetation clearance. You have to do a lot of environmental mitigation work. So, you know, sort of rehousing wildlife, creating habitats, all these kind of things. You then have to actually prepare the ground. So um, we, you know, there's a lot of chalk around here. It takes a lot of excavation. We've got a huge surplus of material that needs to be removed, removed off site, um, reused elsewhere. All these kind of things is kind of preparing for what for what people will then see is so actually when you start to see things come out of the ground. That the, the project is going really well um, and. We are on track and we just really appreciate that people bear with us and we know that we will have some road closures and and traffic management setups to come that will create disruption um and just to, to know that they are absolutely necessary and we we always try and plan as, to, as best we can to limit the disruption while being able to create this safe working room to build what we need to build um and yeah just to thank people for their patience and bearing with us while we, while we do these works
1: works on track to be completed before the end of 2024 a yellow weather warning for thunderstorms has been issued for Kent tomorrow. It will be in force from 6am until midday. The Met Office says it could cause travel disruption, flooding, and power cuts. A defence contractor based in Rochester has signed a multi-billion dollar deal to buy a company that supplies parts to the James Webb Telescope and US fighter jets. BAE Systems will be taking over Ball Aerospace, which is based in Colorado. The Kent firm also supplies equipment to the UK Ministry of Defence and is one of the county's biggest employers. A lot of what they do is top secret, but our reporter's been allowed in to look around. You can see a video and read about his experiences in the story on the website.
3: Kent Online, sports.
1: Football and there have been celebrations across the county after England made it through to their first ever Women's World Cup final. They beat hosts Australia 3-1 in Sydney yesterday. Fans gathered to watch the match at Chatham Town, including the club's chairman Kevin Hay and Medway council leader Vince Maple. <laughs>
3: Great result. Um, as usual, we don't do things easy, England, but we're through to the World Cup final. Um, amazing. Amazing. What a
2: fantastic game. Brilliant to have watched it here at Chatham Town Football Club. Brilliant community football club. And what a fantastic result. Winning goal by North Kent's very own Elisa Russo. Bring on the final on Sunday.
1: Russo played for Bested as a child. Colin Whitfield was her coach.
2: Absolutely buzzing after
6: that result. What, what a great performance. I was so nervous all the way through to till, till Alessia put that third goal in then sort of pressure was off. But, cough what a game. Obviously, I've followed her career from from the time that she was, sort of eight, nine years old, playing for me. And, and yeah, I, I'm just so pleased for her. And then obviously the rest of the Lionesses was truly superb. She would have known she turned into a, an Australian defender today that gave away possession for them to go and score. That would have been eaten at her. So... The fact that uh, we went 2-1 and up and then she's sort of really put the game beyond doubt was great for her. She was always, always good. Uh, and, you know, I, I spoke to her at that early age and Mario, her father, and said, you know, she's going to go all the way and, and play for England at some point. Um, she did it earlier than I thought she would. But, yeah, she's always had that potential. In in terms of the girls being on social media, that the Irs is it's not happening during this tournament. They're very much uh, focused on the job in hand. So um, yeah, you don't get in contact with them, but obviously through the family you can do. And uh, so yeah, I've been liaising with Mario a dad. Do you know what? I think they're really starting to hit their stride, so I'm going to go with another 3-1 for England.
1: The match against Spain kicks off at 11 on Sunday. That's all for now. Thanks ever so much for listening. Don't forget you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok and Threads. You can also get details on the top stories directed to your email each morning via the briefing. To sign up, just head to kentonline.co.uk.
3: News you can trust.
1: This is the Kent Online Podcast.